Culture bias, where we discuss everything in the culture, including everybody except the vultures. Right? No? I dropped Put your deck, cuz. Hey. <laughs> what it is. Episode 47. Yeah, you got that right. We back. Yeah. Took a week off. Little hiatus. We back, though. Yeah? Yeah. Special episode. Very special. Legends in the building. Legendary. Mm. Might be an understatement. Yeah, I did. Mean, <laughs> it, it might be an understatement. I don't even know what you know. I was only hoping. I was, I had. I thought just one was coming. Yeah, that, that was a surprise for it me. Definitely was a surprise. That for was me. a surprise. Okay. Um, listen, I'm damn near forty, so you can say I grew up on these guys. Yeah. Um, it might have changed the scene. For sure. Impact. I was, I was in Northeast walking around with my disc man. Figures in nine nine, cuz. Yeah. Changed the game, man. Yeah. Uh, we got Spado in the building. Yizzo. Six nine down at Malala. Yo yo sure. yo. Tell her on point, boy. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. I appreciate y'all for coming out, man. Yeah, we definitely no, appreciate y'all, definitely. man. Nah, man. We, we gonna talk about you. glory, man. This is this is a. Uh, Let's get in that first. Yeah, we we can start that's, there. That's that's a major project, man. We we can start there. Um, y'all gave us sixteen joints, including yeah. the skits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could have I could have went for twenty four. <laughs> Definitely the way they was the way they was spitting on that joint, dog. Thank you. No, definitely, definitely. Um, my first question: How did y'all put together a project that embodied what y'all do? And I didn't feel the influence of today's music. I didn't feel that in there. It felt like figures of nine nine with just some beats with some grit yeah. to it, and the beats wasn't late. Like you no. know, like, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Beach is definitely on time. Absolutely. So how we didn't get? How did you? How was you guys able to escape that influence of like what's going on today? The goofiness. Well, I think you know, kind of just sticking to what we do. You know, I feel like a lot of cats get lost when they chase certain things. You know right. what I'm saying? And they feel like you know, um, you know, every couple of years things change sonically, the beats, this, that, and the other. And I feel like as you become a veteran, a lot of cats feel like they need to stay current by doing that. When now nah, you really stick to what you do, you stick to what people know you and love you for, yep. and you just do that at a really high level, and people gravitate to it. So I wanted to make sure that sonically, you know, we picked out beats that were hard, that wasn't late, that wasn't sounding like that joint was made ten years ago, or five right. years yeah. ago. We just made sure that sonically the joints were dope right now, and we just stuck to what we do: hard, leg-driven hip hop. Yeah, you know I mean, and I hope you know we were able to execute that. I feel definitely did. But y'all, how y'all feel? Uh, I know we talked about this a little bit uh, before we start recording. How's the reception been? It's been dope. I mean, I mean, honestly, like I told Lava, like when that sh- when it, when it first hit, and then everybody was so receptive to it, I was like, oh shit, Lava, this shit worked. You know right. what I'm saying? Because right. I really wasn't, you know, I wasn't 
uh, completely sure how people was going to accept, you know, beats and rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Like, without all the funny, you know, without all yeah. the fluff on top of it, just straight beats and rhymes, you know. It's been a long time since somebody really came with just beats and rhymes, so I wasn't sure right. how the people was going to accept it, but, I mean, the people took to it like wildfire. But that just goes to show, like, you know, everybody think uh, the game has evolved to where it's about everything but the music, but it's always going to be about the music. I agree. I think bars are coming back. I mean, yeah, it definitely. feels that way anyway. Yeah, it feels like that. Definitely with a project like this. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the production, all that seemed like it's, it come full circle. I guess that's like, you know, history repeating itself, but it seemed like it's coming back. It's coming back to the bars. Um, my, uh, what go I, ahead. How did, uh, how did the project come together? Like, y'all two working together? I mean, I really, I man, I was on the couch like Lava, man. I'm not fucking with that shit, man. The Lava like kind of like, <laughs> Lava kind of like pulled my coat. Like, look, man, I got a whole email full of beats. Come on, me and you going to lock in and we going to bump out some shit and see how it worked. And then it was just like, excuse me, the actual intro that you hear on the album is actually the first, one of the first beats and the first song we recorded. Like, it wasn't, no, it was like real organic. Like, we'd go through the beats when we like something. All right, pull this up. We going to run down on it. And that's how it went. We can see y'all didn't lose a step at all. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> didn't, lose, didn't lose a step at all. So, Lava, how can you turn off, you know, we know you do a lot of behind the scenes um, working on the music. How can you turn that off and kind of, because I'm sure what you do creatively for other musicians is completely yeah. different than what you do. Yeah. Is that just a switch? You know what? It, it's a switch, and it's funny because, you know, song, you know, songwriting and just being a creative, I work on a lot of cool-ass projects that right. come out that people know and don't know about or whatever the case may be. Right. So I had kind of been out of the artist spotlight for a second, you know, but still being creative. So stepping back into the art, it was it was, it was was weird a little bit, you know, because I mean? I'm so used to, like, you know, crafting, you know, outside things. Sure. So to be able to, like, dial in on the artist, it was fun. You know what I'm saying? Then I got to do it with Spade who's always been one of my favorite lyricists. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's dope when you get to be creative and then be creative with somebody that, that you've been a fan and friend of for years. It was like, man, come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah. See, I, th I thought it was like the perfect combination with you two on the, on, the, on the joint together, right? Because like, you know, Spade gave you that slick talk mm -hmm. and then Lava gave you that joint. You got you to gotta really listen to catch it. You got like, oh, he just said that? Yeah. yeah. It, so... It was it was like the perfect thing. Yeah, both ends yeah. both ends of the spectrum. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I think that's why I was a I have always been a big fan of speeds because like when I rap, I'm real descriptive. Uh -huh. You know, um I learn how to paint pictures with words. Sure. And I thought I always felt like speed, it doesn't take a lot of words to get the hammer to point straight to you. You know what I'm saying? And right. I've been a fan of that. Like it doesn't take a whole lot to just come right straight forward and whatnot. So I feel like both having both sides of that coin and whatnot should yeah. be, make for interesting music. You can see that like the both y'all pens still sharp because like it's some joints that felt like they was layups that nobody ever used. And right, then right. Spade was just like, huh, y'all missed that one? Yeah. I get that to y'all. I'm like, damn, like all y'all rapping, y'all missed all of them? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I think you said it. I don't know where you said it at, but you was like, uh, check out Glory because uh, if you need some IG captions. Yeah, man. And mean, I'm like, it's a ton of them joints on there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. No, I mean, working with Lava, one thing about working with Lava, you know, like, he's, I always was a fan of his too because he was one of the guys that was like, you know, when you're around, like, Lava going to make you elevate your pen. Like, Lava make, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he said, I like kind of simplify shit because I, I call it, you know, simple genius. You know what I'm saying? And Lava, 
like I'll hear Slavo see something and then I'll see something and then I'll be like, maybe I need to, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm, I think I wasted two bars right here just right. trying to make some shit rhyme. Let me go back in and really make sure this shit happen because Lava going to be on some stuff. So right. I got to make sure I'm, you know what I mean? My shit up the part. Yeah. The motive, you know, motivating each other. It was really dope. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's times that we'll start a joint and he'll go in and lay it. And like, I might be writing something, right? And I'm kind of, Fucking what I'm writing about. Right. Spade to go in the booth and listen. I just be holding my head like shit. Just said that. Yeah, I mean, and and I and we need that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To challenge each other, you know, to push each other, you know, to get the best results. You know what I'm saying? And and I felt like that is real evident on Glory. Like all the songs you hear is that. You know what I, f- I felt like y'all had y'all was having a competition on the descriptions of the cards, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a you got a you got special order that way. Yeah. That way they know the lot. Yeah. Nah, it was fun, man. It was fun, like, you know, um you know, it's very seldom that you get to like enjoy yourself, you know, when you do music as a business. Like when you, you know, right. Yeah, you know, right, when right. it's something that, you know, it's your job, it's very something that you get a chance to, like, enjoy yourself and have fun. This was fun. You know what I'm saying to me? Yeah. To find beats that I'm like, oh, this beat is crazy. And to get to going and be creative. And then, you know, bringing the right people to add hooks and bridges and stuff to everything. And then when they send it back, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what it should have been. Yeah, um, I mean, that joint was curated perfectly. Like, you know, like. The John Big U was on. It was like, yeah, yeah. That, that, like yeah. Oh, you could only see Big yeah. U on that joint when I'm, you hear it. I'm gonna tell you a quick story about that. Um, you know, the day that Spade and I wrote those verses and we laid it, I laid a hook idea for it. And this is part of like knowing how to put music together. I've learned over the years. I laid a hook idea to it. I went home. I listened to it. I loved the verses, but I didn't like my hook. And it wasn't that it wasn't dope. It just didn't fit the record. So I came in the next day, wrote another hook, laid it. Got home, next day I listened to it, I said, nah, this ain't it. So I called the engineer, I said, take me off. <laughs> take my hook off. And I'm just listening to it, like, sonically, who voice do I hear? And I thought of, ooh. So I hit him up, I said, yo, I got a record, I'm going to send it to you. He hit me back five minutes later, got a hook idea for it. I'm like, that quit? And when he sent it over two days later, it was perfect. It was exactly what the song called for. So a lot of times it's, you can get it right, but you got to know when it's not right and how to mm-hmm. properly fix it right. and whatnot. So that's an example of, you know, knowing how to get it right. Did, did the reception bring you off the couch? Are you, you coming back? I mean, uh, I like one thing about me. I'm I'm like real, like even kill. Like I don't get too high on the love, and I don't get down on the heat. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so it was right. like the the love for it came back, not just from the reception, but the process. You know what I'm saying? I fell back in love with the process. You know what I mean? It, the reception didn't matter. Like had a uh, glory. Uh, got one stream you know what i'm saying right. i would have been disappointed but i wouldn't have been disappointed in the process and the effort i put into the project and the quality of the project so it was cool but i'm you know i'm back in the saddle full board you know what i mean okay yeah. i'm gonna uh, backtrack on both of y'all situations prior mm-hmm. to this project you was uh what happened with the situation with on deck like <laughs> well i mean um for you know i got myself in some more trouble than i was back in and then it was just like Without me kind of being home to spearheaded, it kind of just, you know, decimated. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like the, uh, you know, my folks was involved. My man, uh, Rez and E, they was fully, fully involved. But I was more vested. Like, I knew the music part. You right. know what I'm saying? And it was just like uh, some things just fell apart. And, you know, sometimes you get impatient with the process. You know what I mean? And, you know, to blame myself, I was naive to certain things. You understand what I'm saying? And right. I... uh. 
I thought the game was was pretty much the same, and then I tried to move too fast in another direction, and and then to make the long story short, it's just like the game is going to always be the same. I, what I came to the realization is is this is like as much as you want to be this 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 on the top, as long as you in a barbershop conversation, you always going to be all right. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You're always going to be all right. As long as you stay in a barbershop conversation with people willing to debate and argue on your behalf, you're always going to be all right. Yeah. Uh, how was it working with uh, Rib Gang? Nah, Rib Gang. Rib Gang was really dope, man. Um, you know, doing music with the clips, being on all the clips albums and stuff like that. And then when we started the Rib Gang, when they had label drama and bringing uh, Sandman in, was dope because it was a chance for me to get the... Um, the rock with guys that you know I was a fan of. You right. know what I'm saying? Like we became homies, but I was a fan of their work. Yeah. So getting to like lock in, do those mixtapes that we did, get on those clips albums that we did, man, it was it was really cool. I enjoyed it. Cause uh, like right now, Pusher probably like one of, the, I, I in my opinion, I think he's one of the dopest boys out there. Yeah, and you was like going, it was still sharp and still. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So yeah, nah. I was like, I was working with like with, with, like with Push. Oh no 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 man, it's it's, it's, it's great man. You know um. Working with uh, the Neptunes all through their run, and then um, working over good music um, for the last nine years um, since Push been there. Working with Ye on projects and stuff like that. It's been it's been cool, man. It's been it's been it's been great. So, is there anybody you can tell us that you worked with? Um, well, uh, well, well. Um, primarily, you know, I work you know with a lot of good music stuff. Okay. Um, you know, projects that you know they have coming out and whatnot, and um. It's a young lady from Philly who, you know, we collaborate on some ideas and stuff on our album, Bree Steves. Um, who signed Bree to Atlantic. Yeah, she yeah, dope. Bree is yeah, fly. yeah, dope. yeah. So, you know, that's like, you know, a, a, a pupil of mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, I felt like she was dope when I first met her and me just challenging her to like elevate, you know, her pen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's been dope. So, you know, her album should be coming out soon. So, you know, that's somebody else to look look out for as well mm -hmm. as uh, my artist, Aunt White. So it's a few things we've been cultivating that you know that should be coming soon. Okay. Um, if we can go back, we gotta go back to the figure days. It wouldn't be a conversation if we didn't go sure. back to the figure <laughs> days a little bit. Um, in the moment when the figures when you dropped and it spread like wildfire, right? Did y'all realize like? Because in my personal opinion, personal opinion, it wasn't cool to rap. It wasn't. So y'all y'all did it. Y'all did something different than like now every everybody in Philly rap. Like yeah. I'm yeah. saying I ain't tell y'all never wrote something. Like, like. <laughs> Listen, <clears throat> that's why I never hate on younger artists. Because when people be like, well, this don't this, or they don't get this, or they don't get that. We received a lot of that same hate when we came out and started yeah. doing it. So I don't dish it out like that, because I know the feeling of getting it when all you trying to do is represent what you from, where you from. And you know, jokers they ain't they they lightweight hating on you. So I don't do that to people. But I mean, like, I think all of us were surprised. Like, cause when it when it when it hit, it caught and it caught fast. It caught faster than we was prepared for. Like one right. one day we was all we was in peanut mom crib in the attic <laughs> rapping. And next thing I know, we was on fucking soul train. Like that shit happened like overnight. Like I was like, oh shit. Yeah, it did. And like, and you know, to your point. 
it wasn't cool. Like you know it what I'm saying? Like, no, it, it wasn't, wasn't cool. It wasn't cool. Nah, y'all really like, made you know cool. who you know who rapped in your neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Who has some and it was more of like a backpack vibe. Yeah, it was like yeah, you know, the majority of artists. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, but when we all got together, we knew we you know we were slick talkers. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, I ran into some other cats that slick talkers like I am. So that's why we all kind of like got together and you know and started making music together and whatnot. But Every, with yeah, them. everybody else, like you knew who rapped. Freeway, people right. cracking them. You know right. what I'm saying? Like all the kind of people who yeah. got on was who rapped. You know, but I think once we went on. Um, everybody rapped. Once we got on uh, Power 99 and did that freestyle with us, Beanie Siegel, and. Um, yeah. yeah, it was um, different. Philly Most Wanted. Yeah, most then wanted, everybody, yeah. then all young boys start pulling out pads and that. And <laughs> yeah, it was different, man. Yeah. It was different. Yeah, that definitely was probably an That, was, that was a crazy cypher, too. That, that joke was crazy. Yeah, that was yeah, a life changing joint yeah. for us, man. Nah, it was. That, that was crazy because, I mean, at that time, they were just taking the site. You just throw that right on the tape. Yeah. The whole cipher, the way it is. The yeah. way. Um, so, we, if we go back to the. Why, why did you guys go with, if we could talk, why Rough Nation? Because at, at that time, we heard the Jay Z talks like, yeah. you know yeah. how Philly is. Everybody yeah. feel like they involved in the situation. Mm. Right, 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 we, right. we heard every label was kind of courting y'all at that time. Why yeah. Rough Nation? Go ahead, love. <laughs> well, what happened was, um, you know, it did, the situation with uh, Rockefeller didn't pan out. Okay. Um, the paperwork, you know, just it makes sense. It, it didn't make sense to us at the time. So what we said was, we had seen like Master P and them do it, and you know independently. So we said, if we're going to say no to this situation, let's put our own album together, put it out independently, get it cracking because we already got a buzz and then we have leverage when we go in with other labels to be able mm -hmm. to say we move these amount of units and this and that was a game plan and that's what we stuck to. So Figures for Life came out, we did it independently. And when we went in, we had meetings with everybody, but what happened was Rough Nation was ready to move right now. They were talking, <laughs> the money we were talking right now, what us being naive to the game, we didn't realize how important the parent label was. Right. Because Warner Brothers was the parent label. I, I can't put really a bad bone on Rough Nation because they kind of did what they said they were going to do. But the parent label hadn't had a rap a hip -hop act, act. Yeah. since Big Daddy Kane and them. You dig what I'm saying? So right. that's why when we were on promo tour, our song was number two on the charts, but it wasn't being played on the radio every city we went to. And I'm like, yo, how's our joint on the radio? But it's number two on the charts. And that's because the parent label wasn't, you know, on top of the marketing and the promotion and whatnot. And all that fall on you. Like, yeah. when something come out and it's not successful, people they blame never look the, at the label. They blame they, the artist. Exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. they blame the artist. For sure. So, hey, you and you and Dutch had to deal with, with Un, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how, how did that... I mean, yeah. once we started buzzing, like, people wanted a piece no matter how they could get it. You know what I'm saying? We actually had our individual situations before the figures situation came okay. about. Because once we started moving around, it was just like, motherfuckers was like, all right, I want this one. Oh, I want that one. Oh, I want these two. I mean, it was just like, uh, it just came together. I mean, we went up, uh, me and Dutch went up New York, and uh, we met Un at Justin's and shit. And, and the nigga was trying to eat, and we like, yo, listen. He like, man, yo, I'm trying to eat with my family. I ain't really trying to hear no rappers right now. I'm like, all right, well, then fuck you then, nigga. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was on, on some shit like that. And then they like, yo, come on, let's come to the studio. Just meet me at the studio. I'm ready to leave here and go to the studio. So we went to the studio. Me and Dutch wrapped the front nigga in front of his face. You know, he act like he was disinterested. But then, you know what I'm saying, like a couple minutes later, they call like, yo, yo, he said, don't, you gonna have a contract tomorrow, don't go nowhere else. I'm like, all right, well, we still gonna go somewhere else, but tell them send that joint over. And it was just like natural. I really liked Dunn. Then it was like a hometown, you know, Charlie was already there. Okay. So we, you know what I'm saying, we already knew Charlie, and then, you know, 
I, I like Cam. You know what I'm saying? So it was cool. Yeah, it's. I mean, when we look at it now, you know, years later, like it seemed like it was just the business of the music business got in the way of what the figures could have been because the music was there. So like the figures could end up being what Wu Tang did because mm-hmm. y'all all ended up yeah. in different situations. But mm-hmm. like the music business is something business. completely different. Exactly. It wasn't just it. Yeah, you're right. It was. It was not just the business. It was our lack. Of knowledge of the business, also okay. because yeah. had we had more knowledge, we wouldn't have went that way. We'd have been like, right. nah, 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 hold right. up. Right. Like even right. if they would have sat us down, if, if Warner would have called us in and said, "All right, well, what do you guys want?" We didn't really know how at that point know how to articulate what we wanted or what we needed. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? As a group, because at the up until that point, everything we did worked. <laughs> like yeah. no matter what we did, the shit worked. So it was like that was our first running that difficulty and it was like at, at on a bigger stage i i think do we think that's like it seems like that plagues philly right because mm-hmm. we 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 got some of the best rappers you know we got the spitters but like our our business side you know meek is kind of like an exception mm-hmm. now but like our business side it seemed to hurt us when we get to those levels because like some of us don't make it past regional acts. Right. Yeah. You know, I feel like a big part of it is because we don't have any outlets in Philly. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of talent here, but there's no real outlets. So when you look at cities like New York, Atlanta, L.A., they have outlets. Um, and if you're in one of those cities, more than likely you, you'll link up with the people that's going to help get you to the next level. But in Philly, by us not having them outlets, we're kind of at a disadvantage unless somebody says, hey, you know, connect with, you know, these dots or whatever the case right. may be to help get you where you need to right. be. So that's always, to me, been a handicap that we've had as a city. Yeah. And as I w- as I mean, as we were coming along, you got to remember, it, it was just, artists was just starting to get a chance out of Philly. So therefore, the management mentally wasn't there. Yeah. Right. Because they was new to that level yeah, too. Yeah, everybody was new. It was, it was. <laughs> so it was we, the people that was lead, it was the blind leading the blind <laughs> right. most of yeah. the time. Because as I looked at it, as time went on, the people that you start seeing making real moves, I knew them back then, but those moves weren't. <laughs> they weren't making <laughs> those moves, moves then, yet. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, the stigma of hip hop being a young man sport. Now, Y'all may be exceptions to this, but, like, you know, we see a lot of, like, our older cats don't get the proper, you know, mm-hmm. the respect not there. Let mm-hmm. me ask you a question. You know how old 2 Chains is? Yeah, I'd probably say we probably around the same age. Yeah, do you yeah. care? <laughs> you know matter. what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody cares. It it's always, it's about the music. It don't right. matter how old or how cold. Right. If you yeah. got a joint. If you got some yeah. quality product, people gonna come gravitate I feel like, to it. I feel like, you know, naturally the labels are gonna push a young agenda because they trying to, you know, push things that's gonna sell and whatnot. But when it comes down to the music, if you do something really dope, a this lot of times it doesn't yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like I knew I knew two chains personally. You dig what I'm saying? From back when Cash yeah. Money tried to sign us and we were down this was what, like O two? Mm-hmm. And we were all in Miami together and whatnot. Yay so too. to see like almost ten years later him transfer from <laughs> Titty right. Boy to Two Chains and get it popping. You dig what I'm saying? Was just a testament to like it don't matter. Like you dig yeah. what I'm saying? The music is ultimately what moves everything. But you, like like you said, the barbershop conversation. Y'all guys, both of you guys, relatively stayed hot. Like I know, uh, you always brought up when it comes to the pen speed. Every time you drop something, Meek post you or he when you first came home, dropped yeah. freestyle on you. How you feel? Like like he always. They like these type of people always show y'all love. Um, I think it's just a testament to our place in hip hop history. You know what right. I'm saying? And it's just like 
I didn't really realize the imprint that MF had on the culture. Yeah. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Because you, when you living in it and you living it, you don't know. And then I mean, when I was when I was upstate, and I was like, you know, how people used to be coming around, and I just used to be like, yo, man, like I'm just Joe Schmo, I made it just like you, you know what I'm right, saying? Niggas right. like, yo, nigga, you <laughs> such and such, and I'm like, well, nigga, I'm in here with you, like what the fuck, like you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, what you want me to say? I that shit ain't on my mind, right? You know right. And it's and it's the funny thing is, um, you know, it's dope to like like he said when you live in it, you you're so close to it. You don't see it. And, man, if I had $5 for every time I'm at a gas station in a market or something like that, and it would be a guy in front of me, he'd turn around and see me, he'd be like, dog, in high school, man, all I listened to was the figure shit. Yeah, yeah, right. college, <laughs> man, I get it all the time. No, right. I get that shit all day. Uh, y'all got, it's like bars that you never forget, like Smooth Thug with the dead. <laughs> Speak, you know, you got the coop, but I know it ain't, know it ain't the jack. Like, yeah. it's just these lines you will never forget, you know what I mean, living in this city. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Lava, Dre, tell me that experience working with Dre mm-hmm. and what that did for you know your work ethic Man, moving forward. It, it did everything because I met Dre right around the time when we were doing the figures thing. Right before we signed our deal, um, I flew out. They flew me out to L.A. for the first time to meet him and get in the studio with him. And um, and after we signed, you know, I started going out there and working with him. And I worked um, on Detox a bunch of different times yeah. over the years or whatnot. But I learned so many things about. Just making music, you know, from making beats to like, you know, cadences, timing. There's so many things that hands-on experience, man, you can't even pay for. It's been dope. And I've used that information I learned in everything that I'm a part of. So I got like invaluable, <laughs> um, right. you know, information that I learned from him. It's so been dope. Did you, because I'm sure that transition may be awkward to like kind of write from somebody else's mm-hmm. perspective. Was that an easy transition for you? you know or what? Felt natural? I thought it was, I, th- I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't. Right. Um, because before they asked me to write for Dre, I had only written for one other person. That was a girl on Rough Nation. Um, and my man TL that had produced Yeah, That's Us called me one day and was like, yo, they signed this girl. She used to be in Major Coins with um, a mill and whatnot. And, you know, they just signed her. And, you know, I'm doing some records. Do you want to make a check? And I'm like, all right, cool. So I go up. I write a hook for her, write a verse for her. I lay it. And I got like seventy five hundred just <laughs> just for that like hour of work and whatnot. And I was like, hold up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is a whole another lane and whatnot. And then a couple months later, um, they called me about Dre. Like, yo, you think you could write some shit for him? And I was like, yeah, I wasn't sure if I could, but I knew I was a fan of his music and how he sounded. Yeah, you know I mean, so once we were able to get in the studio, I saw that it kind of came easy to me to be able to like you know write for someone else. Okay. All right. Um, Hip hop, like. The beef is kind of it's kind of different nowadays. Mm-hmm. Back when it was Oof. all day, y'all had the, uh, one of the biggest beefs ever with the crop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all y'all want to walk through it like like how how did, how, did, how did it start and basically anything how y'all feel about it? It was really like it really was much to do about nothing honestly. You know what I'm saying? It was a really a lot of outside noise because, I mean, at the end of the day, if you ask any of any of us on either side what was our real problem, it wasn't no... Knows. It really wasn't. Like, it really was no real problem. And it was just like, you know, the essence of basis of hip-hop is always going to be we better than y'all, y'all better than right. us. But, you know, 
with Philly, we gotta have we take it a step forward. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. It gets, it gets, <laughs> it gets, it gets I, crazy. And listen, I was just talking to Push the other day, and something happened in Philly. He said, "Man, y'all niggas are extremists." He was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. "Shit in Philly." He's like, "Y'all niggas are extremists." Like, shit go all the way there. Yeah. You know, when it don't have to, you dig them right, so. right. We got foolish pride, man. <laughs> yeah. When people be saying little stuff going on in the industry, I'm like, "No, nah, that won't work in Philly." Like, we. <laughs> We get a little. I remember listening to the come up show when y'all was like <laughs> going nuts on that show. <laughs> no, man. listen, man. I listen. You know, I, I. You know, that was the one of the biggest mistakes of my life. Like even engaging that, I should have been. You know, what I'm saying all of us. We should. We could have sat down and really. But it right. it, it was it, it became bigger than rap. It right. became right. man. No Philly versus out. It, it just yeah. became so like. In in the whispers, it wasn't whispers. It was like screams in our ears, and like it was, it just went so left. And then, like when I look back on that shit, I'd be like, "Yo, we was tripping." Yeah, right. And then young and not knowing any better, and you know, as an OG, I could look back and be like, "Damn, I wish somebody would have pulled our coat." You didn't say, "Set us down," or whatever the case may be. So you know, you live and you learn. You know, but you know, I talk, I mentor a lot of young cats in Philly, Mm. so I I always try to talk to them about man, just staying away from (laughs) that shit and knowing how to move out here because it's important to know how to move around out here. That's sure. If y'all had to say, is it harder to make it in in the game today? than it was when y'all came up. Cause like, you always think about, you know, you always mentioned the ADATs, and I remember being in the studio ADATs. Like that kind of weeded out a lot of people from recording. I, I don't think it's, uh, it's harder to really make it into the game, but it's easier to generate revenue. Okay. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Cause you can, you can put stuff on anybody. Can put your stuff on iTunes. You can sell your merch. You know what I'm saying? It's easier to generate. Whether it's a large portion or a small portion, you can generate revenue faster. But as far as being in the game, the pool is so oversaturated that it's hard for you to really. It depends on what you define as in the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know understand yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm. I'm thinking like, to your point, industry is like, it's every city has. I don't know, ten thousand rappers. Right. So you gotta get through the first ten thousand in your city, <laughs> then you gotta yeah. go regional, and then you gotta try to make it in the game, and then Drake dropping. You like, oh, all right. But the thing is, the over. game is on so many levels because you got your Drakes and your Meeks, but you also got your currencies and Joy yeah, Badasses right. and them. So you, you right. got so many different levels of the game now. Right. Like yeah, the game definitely. got so many layers now. You got Benny the Butcher and them guys with Conway, and like you got so many layers of the game now. It's just like. What's yeah. the game? Like, what, what, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. You can definitely absolutely. go on tour and get your bag, too. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. you understand what I'm saying? It's a tool. Like, it was back then when we first doing it, you was on or you wasn't? You was a, <laughs> yeah. sign, you was a sign artist or you was local? Right. Once you got signed, you was no longer local. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That, that, yeah. that, like, stamped you. Like, you was a sign artist or you was local. Now it's like, who can you consider local? Like, a guy, he, he you know, he. Packing shows, he doing three, four thousand venues. People in there, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, ability to not even need a record label. Like you see Chance and other guys like that that don't take record deals. Yeah, that's crazy. Put their music out free and just live off merch and shows and whatnot. If they got financial back. It's like it's there's so many different ways to like uh-huh. win. Now, when back in the day it was, it was like you get right. a record deal, you feel like right. <laughs> I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want. Any uh, any young kids y'all wouldn't mind working with in the city? Rappers, rapper wise. I mean, or who y'all think hot? 
I mean, one of my personal, I I love Core. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Core is yeah. Core is my little guy. Like I yeah. love Core, man. And uh, but it's, it's, it's so many little, du- it's so many guys. I don't want to call them little dudes because they men. You know what I'm saying? But I like all of the guys, man. Like I yeah. really like get behind all of them because I be cheering for them. Like I I just I just want to see them do well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would love to work with a lot of them because I think a lot of them bring so much different stuff that could help further our cause. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Drama. I like drama too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like drama. I think he's dope. Yeah. I like some Santana. I like, you know what I'm saying? I like, it's Don Mill. It's guys that ain't the popping, but I, I like them. You know what I'm saying? You work, you work with my man Largo. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Largo's my guy, man. Shout out to Largo. Yeah. Um, What advice would you give to an artist coming up in today's, I guess, coming up in the, in the, in the game today? What advice would you give him to kind of dodge some of the pitfalls? Um, you know, one thing I tell them is work on your craft because you can look at it like what kind of career do you want to have? Do you want to have something that pop right now and that's it? Or you want to have some longevity? Right. You got to kind of figure out what you want to do. And if you want to have any longevity, there has to be a certain amount of talent there that you have to work on. You know what I'm saying? When you look at dudes like Cole, Kendrick, guys that's able to stay around and be on top of the game, they, they're they really talented and they work at it. Um, so if you want to, you know, have some longevity, you just want to pop right now, you can get in the studio, yeah, jump on a few beats right. and whatever. But if you want to have some longevity, work on your craft, stay working on it and make the best songs that you can. That's going to connect with everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think we'll ever get a figures, a figures reunion? <laughs> now, I wish I had a, a, a nickel for every time I get asked that. I know y'all hear that a lot. <laughs> every day. I mean, actually, at one point, we was in there. We was working. Yeah. Uh, we was about eight songs deep, but it's like, it's easy to get, it's easier when we was 20. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody got now life is different. Yeah, yeah, you know right. what I'm yeah. saying? Life life is different. Yeah. Lives doing what he's doing. I'm doing Gilly. Every, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, mm. people working. So, I mean... We see a lot of live at the airport, happen. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep it going. Live at the airport. You know, I don't rule out a figured reunion, but nah. to me, it's kind of like everybody had to be on the same page as far as like for a couple months, this what we doing, right? And then dial in and whatnot. So if everybody yeah. get on, it's a whole lot of us. So right. <laughs> if everybody able to like just say for these couple months, we just gonna lock in and do this. Yeah, I can yeah. see it getting done. No, so, so speaking on that, how hard was it being in the group? Because it was a lot of y'all. Yeah, you was, know, was that a challenge? No, I mean, it, I mean, not for me. It was dope to me because it was like make your workload easier. Yeah, yeah. it made the, the workload was definitely easier, but it was just like it kept your creative juices flowing because it was like competitive. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, we competed like all those songs you hear. Yeah, we right. all battling yeah. each yeah, other, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> still sharper, still. Yeah, yeah. Like we, we so it was like it was dope. Like the energy that we just used to generate, just being around each other and being in there throughout the process, it was just like. Them, them moments was priceless. So being in a group was dope for me because I don't think uh, um, being in a group and being with other people was just like, it, it. sometimes it makes you step out of your comfort zone, which is great for you. Like I rapped to some beats that I would have never picked for myself. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And uh, it forced me to step out of my comfort zone some. And it, and it, it was just magical to me. So- yeah. How how y'all dealing with the? I know I noticed on the out on on the last project, Glory, y'all got a couple of the, the two thirty fours, the two fifty, you know, two minutes and fifty second songs, mm-hmm. the, the shorter songs. How are y'all how are y'all dealing with that? Well, here's the thing that that might have been the only thing that I heard people say that they wish the songs were longer, and 
what I've what I realized in making records is people's attention spans is short yeah, as hell. Absolutely. So when you got a record and you just go past three minutes and thirty seconds, <laughs> right. like man, people ready to get sound like you rapping for hours. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, to keep, you know, everything moving and whatnot. Verse, verse. You dig what I'm saying? I think yeah. we only got one song where we both did like you know a verse and a half. Living oh, legend, right, living legends. Yeah. And that yeah, shit man. is long as hell. And it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it is. But I felt like it was so dope that you know we just kind of left it like that. Yo, y'all don't realize like we was getting off five and a half minute songs. Yeah. Those figures. Like it was six <laughs> niggas. Everybody doing sixteen bars. Like them fucking songs to do it was long yeah. as shit. Yeah. yeah. So, the, so that was the easy adjustment, just because the. The consumer is different now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and just how you digest music. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, when you ride in the car, I would much rather it go off and you had to ha- replay it, to hear right. it again. Then you'd be like, man, when this shit going off? Yeah, right, 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 for sure. Absolutely. This yeah, nigga still rapping? Yeah, you know I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what, uh, what's what's the next project y'all gonna work on? Um, Spade? Uh, we at we gonna go in and uh, do a, like a follow up EP, Glorified, because I mean, on Glory, we ain't really do, do any of the features. We just really did us. I mean, we did some features on some hooks and some bridges, but for them, it's just us with the bars. So on the glorified, we're gonna do a couple features. We got a couple in the bucket already, right. so we're gonna pump that out. I'm gonna work on an EP on myself uh, on a solo project. And Lava's like, whatever your favorite artist is, Lava probably somewhere in the mix. You know, whatever your favorite artist is, he's he's involved some type of fucking way, yo. We, we could go for we we. We need a we need an EP too, Lava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 I, we need that. I got I got enough sure. music for one. So Man, I think uh, fucking EP. This motherfucker <laughs> got a, a trilogy. <laughs> like he got a, a, a series, <laughs> man. He's he he got triple discs. Yeah. I told this motherfucker got beats from Dr. Dre. I'm about to say, I, got, <laughs> I got a whole uh, joint of like Dr. Dre joints, ideas, and songs that we started on and whatnot. Right. I think I'm just gonna drop like a mixtape of just some of my favorite verses and whatnot. Yeah. That's probably yeah, beats from Dr. Dre. That's crazy. Yeah. Just yeah. sitting around. That's great. Like, come on, man. So when I was going through the, uh, you know, the iTunes joint, I was like, damn, y- y'all really don't have enough music up there. Like, I know. I get it all the time. I, you know, I run into people that's a fan. And one thing, they'll be like, come on, dog. Like, we need something, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. You know, so that's, you know, that's one I get all the time. And I and, and I understand it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why um, last year when we were talking and I was saying, man, we're going to put this out, but, you know, we're going to drop a bunch of music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just for cats that, like, really rock with it and whatnot. That's for the fans. To me, it's like, you know, it's for everybody I run into that's like, dog, let me hear something or whatever the case may be, but to let them know that we still, like, rock. Right. <laughs> like, right. We still really get busy. Right. Yeah, for sure. You know what I truly respect? that Y'all really work this joint like real project. Y'all ain't just throw it out and just like, no. you know, it is what it is and mm-hmm. do what it do. Yeah, mm-hmm. y'all y'all worked it like you know with the teaser yeah. videos yeah. with the you know yeah I was like all right I'm waiting to hear this joint now like yeah. you know it was a thirty second clip I'm yeah. like I want to hear how that joint sound yeah. and that you know that was strategic you dig know what I'm saying just making sure that you know first 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 and foremost people haven't heard music from me in so long like you know n- not being uh, part of a group or something like that right. um, so for it just to be out with Spade now we had to make people aware that oh it's new music coming right and then. All right, new music coming, but it's dope. You dig what I'm saying? And now, oh, that's dope, and that's dope, and that's dope. So I feel like once that, you know, that temperature started to rise a little bit, then we were like, all right, cool, you know, let's put it out. Mm-hmm. Y'all, uh, y'all wish y'all would have took the opportunity with Jay back then. Well, looking at it, looking at it now, of course. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. Sure. I just think uh, whether it was with Jay or with someone else, I just think I wish we were a little more educated in the game and. Because I didn't, I don't think 
we needed anybody to help us. You know, right. to push us forward. I think we just uh, if we'd have made some different decisions, ran some other plays, we'd have been okay. Yeah, and I and I feel like in all honesty, to me, it's like I just want something fair. Right. I can't ask you. Fair is what I asked for. You didn't know say if you right. give me something that's unfair, then we're starting off on the wrong foot and whatnot. Right. And I didn't feel like that's what was being offered to us. So even though I look at, you know, what could have been, I know what was in front of me. You didn't know say that as a man, <laughs> I was comfortable in saying you that don't nah, make sense. Exactly. That don't make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with the with the when you think about the group, how many people in the group, like it really gotta make sense. Like yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. Six, seven people in a group, yeah. like yeah, this gotta make sense now. For sure. Um what does Spade listen to? What does Lava listen to? You know, don't gotta be local. Like, what do you? What do y'all listen to? Like, I listen to a lot of classics. <laughs> you know, I go into like hip hop or yeah, like R and B. Okay, like okay. hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I get in my Ice Cube bag. Right. Um, Public Enemy. Underrated. Um, Ice Cube did yeah, make yeah. a lot of those top fifty lists. Exactly. Exactly. I'm upset about that. You dig know what I'm saying? And and, uh, and like newer stuff. And like you know, if it's not ideas that he and I are work, working on. Um, Ant White, my artist, like he's really dope. He should be coming out soon. So I just kind of vibe out to like family. <laughs> okay. Outside okay. of um, you know, like the classics. Me personally, I don't. I mean, I listen to everybody. I don't listen to much rap. I, I, like I'm more. I gotta like, figure that. Like, <laughs> I figure spacing. Like, yeah. I'm more. Like, I'm, more I'm more. Yeah, I'm more <laughs> like the old R and B. A uh, sports radio type of guy. Okay. I'm more the DAS sports radio type of guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna just keep it a bean because I like I get burnt out. Right. Right. I get burnt out, so like that's how I try to keep my stuff fresh because I don't like get burnt out. Just listen, 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 yeah. listen. I do keep my finger on the pulse of what's going on in music. I'm just just in in any field, you should always know what's going on around you. So sure. I stay. I, I I'm observing what's going on around me, but I don't get immersed in it. You know what I'm that saying? That makes sense. Y'all, uh, y'all upcoming projects? Do y'all mind working with any 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 of the guys from State Property? Uh, no, I, you know I talked to Siegel, um, mm-hmm. and Freeway and Petey Crack. I was just um, with Free the other day. Oh, was you? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we spoke about um, you know, doing something. So hopefully on Glorified, you know, we'll get a chance to lock in because it's been <laughs> it's been years. You know, yeah, since man, ain't nobody. We all fall out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up. That's what's up, man. That's great. Um. I guess, see how, how I could put this, like, um, do you feel like the game give y'all enough respect? Sure it does. Sure it does. I, I the feel like the it game does. ain't yeah. cheated me a fucking bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't walk the streets of Philadelphia with somebody walk, yo, you a legend, cuz. Like, right. you know, it just be just pure, like, genuine appreciation from people face, like, no, for real, yo, for real. You know, I'd be like, damn, man, thanks, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Like, no, for real, man, like... No, y'all definitely got like, it, man. And, so no, it's like, man. I can't say to get the... Like, and it's not just here. When we go to New yeah, York, yeah, I'm say, I right. you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yo, around. like, we grew up on y'all. Like, was, we... Right. Yeah. We grew up... Like, you go to New York, like, them cats were like, yo, we we listen to y'all. Like, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah. I was so, in Wyoming last week. <laughs> Out there um, at the ranch. Know, I was at the ranch. <laughs> and um, a few of the producers, um, you know, that's out there working and whatnot, we just got to talking hip hop. And, you know, one of one of the dudes, and he really dope. And it was my first time meeting him, and I heard some of his shit. And I'm like, this nigga fire. 
And when I introduced myself, he said, nigga, I know who you are. He mm-hmm. said, I used to take your patterns, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and put my own words to your pattern. I had no idea nobody ever. I never even heard of no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But when they got to talking, and they're off in Chicago, and he was like, nigga, like, we fuck with that shit heavy. Like, we know all them joints. So it's just crazy how far-reaching music is mm-hmm. that you don't yeah. even pay attention to or realize. Yeah. How many, how many albums y'all think y'all sold when y'all dropped that independent joint, Figures for Life? Nobody knows, no, I, cause I mean, yeah. that, this was this I, was the bootleg yeah, stand right, era. Right, right. But, I, but I will say this, because when we dropped that joint, you know, um, we all had like uh, boxes. You know what I'm saying, full of joints. And I lived in Westside at the time, so I had to go to 69th Street, 52nd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I had, <laughs> I know I took a few like big ass boxes up there and right. got, you know got rid of them joints when we first dropped that joint. It so, was so what, hectic. The stores yeah. had was giving out tickets like. They were, people was paying ahead of time yeah. getting a ticket, so they when come the CDs come, they get theirs. Yeah, and we, we sold. I, I know close to what whatever Nas did um, it, regionally. Right. I know we weren't far off because when we started having meetings with labels, you know they were saying like, "Damn, who are these dudes that's on the chart next to Nas?" I forget what else was out at the time, you know, regionally, and that's how we got a lot of meetings. You heard nothing else but figures for life. Yeah, yeah when that I, thing so dropped, we had streets in the head. Y'all put that. Y'all put that joint out twice, right? Well, well, y'all put it out yourself. Yeah, the, the label put the it label out. The label right? drew, really. Okay. <laughs> lab- How did, well, what about happened that. was when um, when we put out independently, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the label, you know, heard it, loved what we were doing, assigned us. And one of the things was when they signed us, they was like, yo, we're going to record a whole new album that we're going to release. And we just want to use that as like a mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, and we like, all right, cool. And what happened was, yeah, that's us was on, we did independently. Mm-hmm. Um, when they put Yet Us Us out, it start popping. Up. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Um, nationally. So then they switched gears and was like, we putting the album on. We like, hold up. We supposed to be recording a whole new album. Right. And they figured since the song worked, they was going to try to do the same thing with the album. We like, right. yo, we already released that right. joint. Yeah. And they're like, well, we just, you know, reasonably. So for everybody in Philly in our area, they're like, what y'all think is doing? Yeah. You know what yo, what was crazy is them rotten motherfuckers, man. <laughs> yeah. they, yo, they got us right with the dumb. We got the googly eyes. They like, yo, you just do this. Y'all get to keep more of the money when you recoup. <laughs> yeah, so y'all already wrote, produced, and did the album. Yeah. If it if it hit, all that yeah. money come home. Right. But yeah. your biggest market already has the music. Exactly. All yeah, our biggest markets. Right. Philly, New York, Jersey, yeah. Connecticut, Maryland. Right. They, all had, yeah. the they all had the music. I think we still could have got it off if we'd have swapped out about three or four records. We could have got it off. Right. We hit yeah. a big. Y'all get what four new joints? That was what three or four new joints on. It wasn't no new joints on there. What I can't even remember. Oh, it, is it my style was on there? Because is it my style ain't on figures for life. The first figures for life. Oh shit! See, I didn't realize that. Best it, for me is no, no, no. Is it my style not on there? Okay. Is it my style was an add on? It was like maybe one or two. Uh, yeah, yeah um, we really should have dialed in and you know added some like real new like. Uh, singles. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's that's crazy. And plus, back then, it's like if your first joint ain't hit, you wouldn't get no second video. Right, that back, shit was right, over. Right, right. Did y'all have a second video for that? Yeah, what you know yeah, about balling? What you know about balling? But okay. the but the uh, the labor didn't get that new energy. Yeah, because at that time we was kind of going through it with them at that point. Yeah, they didn't get that joint no energy. They was worried about that fucking movie that bombed. They was all hype about with <laughs> Nelly and uh, B, yeah. Yeah. not B, uh, Snipes. Yeah, they shot in Philly. Nelly was in it. They yeah. shot yeah. it in Philly, and then they they did the soundtrack to that fucking uh, Jamie Foxx movie B. Okay, because yeah. yeah. I love being a gangster is on yeah. there, and one of the 
scenes, he, and one I love being a gangster is playing in B. Yeah, they was banking on that. Yeah, but they ain't use us. What's crazy is they had the soundtrack. Y'all could have did the whole right soundtrack. Nation, they didn't even use none of our songs as the single. They used that fucking what's the nigga with the uh, Terror Squad nigga. Triple Sace or <laughs> Cuban Link. Yeah. What was his name? Yeah. The boy was named Cuban Bobo. Link. Yeah, Cuban Link. They was all on the song together. You remember yeah. that was the single yeah. for the for the big movie and that joint fell in the, the water. So I'm glad we wasn't a part of that. I That's knew crazy. that joint was gonna buy when I seen Jane Jane Foss was in the shrimp or some old shit. He <laughs> was hiding the chips in the shrimp or some old shit. I said, this shit ain't gonna work, cuz. It's a bad joint. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, you done with the power lifter? Uh, I kind of I had a real bad injury and okay. I kind of like fell back because life got in the way. I started doing some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Listen, one thing about that thing, that thing is a full blown commitment. That's, yeah. Because yeah. once you come out that you gym, as hell. yeah. But once you come out that gym, your day is over. Like right. only the rest of your day consists of just eating and sleeping. Right. Wasn't nothing else <laughs> going to happen? Like. Big chicken and broccoli. For yeah, the rest my of fucking voice was even different. I was living. <laughs> that, that shit was just different. That's crazy. That's crazy. Listen, I appreciate y'all for coming out, man. Anything y'all want to tell the people, man, um, please, if you want to use the platform for your artists, let us know, man. Anything we could do to help the cause. No, man, uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all having us, man. Like, you know, Glory was like, you know, uh, a labor of love that, you know, that we wanted to take our time with and make sure it was right. I didn't want to put it out until I felt 100% with it and I did once I felt 100% that's when we put it out so the reception we've been getting from people man has, has, has been great we you appreciated it man it was something that we needed you know yeah, yeah. Hey, you gonna pick up the pen for somebody or have you already had or you already have hey yo no 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 people always ask me like yo uh, you gonna pick up the pen? You gonna do this? And I'm like, sure. If you wanna rap like a nigga like me, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? because the whole thing about my process is like, and lava tell you, I just go in there and say what I feel. Like right. I, I don't, I never, I'm not prepared. Like lava's like super prepared and shit when he comes to the joint. Like lava's like real professional and prepared. Like I just be winging that shit. Like I just hear the, I hear the beat and I'll just be like, all right, let me just go in there. Then I'll say some shit. And I'll be like, yo, that shit sound all right. And then I'll just, <laughs> just go. Like I'll, I'm, like I'm a free spirit. So it's like for me, I would have to probably not have to, cause I know I could write something for somebody if they want to rap it. Like I rap it, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. But I would rather be sitting there with, a, with, a, with working elbow to elbow with a person in, in the room like, Yo, all right. Well, what vibe you feeling with this? And that way, I can help them paint the picture they want to paint. You know what I'm Makes saying? Sense, yeah. More so than me just saying, "Here goes song, sing it." Because then when I hear you rapping, I'm like, "This nigga fucking my song." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but it's not my song. It's they song. You right. know what I mean? Right. That's crazy, man. Listen, episode forty-seven, culturally biased. Rate, review, subscribe. We back. New location. Uh, follow Lava. Follow Spade. Sure. New project going away, glorified. Lava, you gonna give Lava's us a so dropping Philly the EP. Huh? You gotta give us a so Philly Joe, Lava. Oh, so Philly. Yeah, I mean, and, and the funny thing was, I was in Wyoming. Uh-huh. Um, you know, when it, when all the joints is dropping or whatever the case may be. So I I, I started a little bit, but I didn't finish it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know I mean, so I don't, don't know, do man. that to us, Lava. Let yeah. us fucking live. <laughs> Let us have our joy. Let us have our fucking moment. This nigga gonna get on there with all this old technical shit. And you know what I'm saying? Let us have our fucking goofy Philly moment. Yo, let us have our moment, Lava. Like, let us be great, man. I told everybody, I said, listen, everybody better rap this motherfucker before Seagull get on it. Once Seagull do it, shit's over. I'm like, this shit is over. That's real crazy. rap, real facts. 
We out of here, man. We'll see y'all next week. Yo, yo. The fact that the whole time I was a product of my environment, it was deep as Leviathan. Four hoops on the front of the grill of the tire spin. Keep it circle small like the crack in the window when you run it from the law.